Welcome to the Cover 2 Podcast, AthlonSports.com. It's officially week zero. It's game week. Mitch Light, Braden Gall, rate, review, subscribe. Podcast at AthlonSports.com is the email address. At Athlon Mitch, at Braden Gall. No pleasantries, no stories about Netflix. My father wanted a Netflix recommendation this week on the pod. I said, no, we're getting right into the content, and we're talking football all week. Five podcasts this week. Uh, ACC, Big 12, Pac-12, SEC, Big 10, conference preview pods since the magazine's been published a couple of months ago, and we are one week away from actual game previews happening on the podcast next week. So today, well, I was gonna say, the ACC. You look fantastic. And I don't feel some, like it. But no pleasantries, so let's go. Right, I, I ate red meat three straight nights. It's I don't feel good. You you did what? I was I ate red meat three straight nights in a row. By choice? Yeah, it was delicious. Okay. But it's not but I'm paying for it right now. Uh all right. A C C. The A C C. Is that like the S E C chant? Like um yeah, I think they okay. chant I think they chant A C C. I think that's I think that's fair. Do do they have the same pride? I don't think so. Okay, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a disjointed wah, family. Wah. We, we've invited some new friends in who kind of were a little That's weird, true. and like do do they belong in the family? They're like some stepchildren. Yeah, like like Pittsburgh. Like and they're good at other things. Syracuse, great like at Syracuse, basketball. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. good at they're not good at journalism. People. Yeah, family members, <laughs> but they're good at something else. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, so we're going to start each pod of each one of these preview pods with a sort of the state of the union, and that sort of is what we're talking about here. The state of the union. We've got over-unders, Mitch's picks against uh, the, the Vegas number there for over-unders, best pick, over-best pick, under. We've got some of our favorite storylines. We'll make final predictions, um, some of the biggest camp developments. And then, of course, what, we've, what we might change today versus what we published in the magazine, which things happen over time. So, um, Or we just change our mind, like you change your mind we, several times. I, I, I do. I'm, I'm known to change my mind. Um, but in the ACC, the state of the union, I think this, this league, we talked about the ACC hiring good coaches a couple of years ago. It appears that those uh, have worked out um, when you see Mark Richt at Miami, um, look at Justin Fuente at Virginia Tech, you look at Bronco Mendenhall, I think he got them back a little bit more competitive last year very quickly. What about Dino Babers? I, I, I'm not sure I still what feel we like they're of... on the right track. I just think they're in a very tough spot. Like, they, they're, they're more fun. How, how many games will Eric Dungey start? <laughs> How many games will he finish? If he finishes all twelve, I think they could be pretty salty. Yeah, I, and by I think, salty, I mean bowl game. Yeah, I, to Shreveport. I feel like I'm a Syracuse fan. I would salt in the feel food. like my program is in the right trajectory, and I just they're, they're in entertaining. A they're in a tough. They're in a, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. They're, they're in a division where a lot of the teams that they need to be better than to be good are st- are on the rise. Like Wake Forest is getting better. Boston College. Those are solid teams. Other eras, those two programs might be down, and Syracuse could kind of elbow its way past them. So that's or, why I feel like they're in a tough spot. Even NC State, I think that's a good. So if we're talking State of the Union in the Atlantic, you're talking about one of the deeper divisions, is meaning the bottom of the division is pretty strong. Maybe like Syracuse, maybe is, all seven teams go to a bowl game. If Syracuse on papers are the worst team, and we've picked them seventh at three and five, I think it's a pretty darn good division, uh, and, and maybe the best team in America at the top, and then maybe the most interesting team in the entire ACC. Florida State, which we're going to spend some time on a little bit later. Storyline preview. Exactly. Um, so the State of the Union, I think from a, if I'm a State of the Union ACC Commissioner John Swafford, I'm saying we're feeling really good. We've had a, a team play in, in the championship game. I think they've made the playoff every year, correct? They have not been left out of the playoff. Um, right, Florida Flo- State won Florida State, three times. Yeah, so they, they've been good there. They've won a national title, played in the national title game twice. Um, so I think the ACC from a state of – of play standpoint is pretty interesting and, and and Miami being back 
and being competitive, I think, is a big thing that this league has always wanted, both Florida State and Miami, to be competitive at the same time. Um, I, I still think there are a couple of weak spots, and this is maybe where we talk about the coaches who are on the hot seat, right? That's a classic phrase. But I think Larry Fedora at North Carolina, I think maybe Paul Johnson at Georgia Tech, I, I think... They're just because it seems like what day of the week it is. Yeah, there, like yeah. yeah. What's his mood that morning? What's the administration's mood that that morning? I, I don't know. Um, but I feel here's one for David you. Cutcliffe's a really good coach, and Duke seems to be in a good spot. They're not ever going to be a great program, but this I think s- speaks to the health of the overall depth of the league. Okay, two points on that. But what about <laughs> sleeper hot seat <laughs> candidate? Oh, I've got one. Pat Narduzzi, new AD. I've got I, another one. I think. I mean, I think they're going to be pretty good this year. So I don't think it's going to like. I don't think they're going to be great. But if there's if they imploded, if you'll step back and look at his record, you, it's not what you think it is. It's they've kind of they've kind of regressing. So I th- I think he just needs to avoid that three and nine, four and eight, really bad ACC record. I will go other sleeper hot seat number two. Okay, Bobby Petrino. Okay, now it's this one's you got a it's a little bit more of a stretch, but the entire athletic department is sort of trying to cleanse itself. Of all this other crap, right? They get rid of the AD, who's the only AD in America that could have rehired Bobby Petrino. He's got no Lamar Jackson anymore. If all of a sudden we look up and Louisville's four and eight, would you be surprised if the locals turn on Bobby P? No, I think it, I don't I, think it's going to happen. I'm just neither. saying sleeper hot seat. Keep. I think Narduzzi and Petrino are both back, but just keep just keep that in mind. Okay. To your point earlier, like I, I think for a league to be good, I mean this is kind of an obvious point. But you need most of the teams in the league to be playing up to the potential. That's the problem with the SEC East over the years. Tennessee, Florida, those programs have not been playing up to their potential. At least not consistently. Yeah, consistently. You look at the ACC, heading into this year, what what program isn't really – like maybe L- North Louisville Carolina, might be one of the North only Carolina ones. North Carolina and Louisville. would be the two ones you'd say, okay, they could be better than they are. But other than that, Wake Forest is trending up. Boston College is trending up. Um, Duke is all if yeah, Duke, Duke goes six and six, that's the that's where they that's like their benchmark of right. success. Georgia Tech, we've got picked third in the coastal. So I, I think the ACC is in a good spot because most of the teams have good coaching and their trajectory is going upward. Team, I, and I think at the end of this whole thing, when we make a prediction, I don't I don't see how you can leave the ACC out of the playoff. So we'll get to that. So I think the league is in, in a good. Is, is I don't a, like blanket statements like that though. Oh, sorry, um, I think what, what happens if 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 it's just a really good league but they don't have a top four team. I think it would be – I think then, to your point about living up to potential, I would consider that a wild underachievement by Clemson, frankly. Yeah, but so. – right, because I'm talking about before the season. You were talking about a postseason. That, that's that's fair. Um, all right, so things that we would have – so I think State of the Union, yeah, B plus. Yeah, A minus. B plus. Pretty, B plus. Pretty solid for the ACC right now. Um, hey, here's right. why I give it a B plus, not an A minus, because ACC Big Ten, when it's at its best, they've got national championship programs. ACC – not as many. Clemson, so they only have the three. Florida State, Miami, like SEC. Okay, I think has more. Saying. Like so, so, when they're at their best, they're still sort of limited to some degree yes, at the yes, top. Yes. Okay. Fair they're, enough. Their their ceiling is not quite as high as the as the SEC in the Big Ten. I'm not. Sh- Do you disagree? No, because I think there's three elite programs in the Big Ten and three elite programs in the ACC. The question is how much better it should okay, Virginia it, Tech be than Michigan State or, or Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Right, that, that's, that's kind or of... Or Nebraska. So I, I, I do agree that there's an extra good two or three programs. If Iowa is your sixth or seventh best program, you're a pretty good league. So yeah. I, I do think at the top. Now, I think the middle of the ACC is really strong, and that's where we're going B+. Plus. Teams that have moved on 
that we have changed and moved since publication. Okay, here, here's the way I phrase it. I'll give you it. my obvious one. Teams I like more and team I like less. That's that's the way I'm specifically right. answering the question. You go first. Louisville. Which kind of You like them more? Yeah, I just think, mm. well, that's part. It's we you, picked You're them. buying into Juwan Pass. No, we picked them. Okay, we picked them in the magazine six. But it basically was a tie for fifth. We picked them six and six, three and five. I don't really like the Brian Van Gorder hire, but Bobby Petrino has been 500 or better all five seasons since joining the league. So I just think they'll find a way to get to 500 in the league. I know that's not like a lot of analysis. I just think based on track record, and I, I am a believer in Jawan Pass. He will have a good offense. So I, I, I think they will finish at 500 or better in the league. I, I like Boston College to be better. We have them at fifth. In, they're my the, sleeper pick when we get to they have them at We have them at fifth in the Atlantic. I think they're third in the Atlantic. And should they pull an upset somewhere, they might even be able to finish second. And that largely depends on what Florida State is, which, again, we'll get to in a minute. Um, so I think Boston College I, – I could see Louisville being better um, than, than a 6-6 than a six and, six and and pick them finish sixth in the division. Uh, I could see them being better. I think the obvious one that's not as good to me is – and it's mostly because of where I started with them, and that's Miami. We I started with them as a national title playoff contender. We have them at sixth in the preseason. I think Miami at ten and three, let's say, is what we have them projected to finish. Even if they finish there, I think they're more like eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth in the nation. I'm not sure they're good enough yet to be top five or six or seven. And I will. This was your national. This was your I'm, 2018 I'm, national championship pick in September of 2017. Yes. Keep in if, mind. Re- say that again slowly. This was Braden Gall's 2018 national championship pick in September or maybe August play, of 2017 to play in the championship game. They were going to lose to Michigan. Okay. My pick a year ago. At you this need time, to stand by that or not? Because you cannot claim Michigan it. over. Fine. Michigan. If I if I get Michigan <laughs> over Miami a year and a half in advance, then I'm I'm amazing. But. Um, I'm definitely not that. So I think I think Virginia Tech could also be worse than nationally indicated. I don't think I'm moving them off of one and two in the division. But I think nationally, Miami, we have them sixth in the preseason. I think they could very easily finish in the teens. I've got Virginia Tech. I think they've had a tough offseason. Uh, their secondary, uh, Mook Reynolds, one of the kind of linebacker hybrid, kicked off the team. Adonis Alexander projected starting cornerback, ruled academically ineligible. Junior college transfer, another cornerback they got coming in towards Achilles. So I know they're yeah, always good on defense. A lot of injuries there. So I I don't quite. I'm sort of getting why, into biggest camp development. I, yeah, I like Miami topic. a little bit more. You know, I think we 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 were pretty solid Miami over Virginia Tech in, yes. in the in the yes. preseason or in the in the magazine. I think the gap is a little bit wider, largely due to some of those injuries on defense. Okay, I, I follow you there. Um, Let's do, uh, so biggest camp developments, uh, of course, uh, over the those you, Virginia you Tech of, injuries. The Virginia Tech injuries. I I would throw in there this North Carolina shoe thing, which is just an off the field issue. Uh, but for a coach who we just mentioned is on the hot seat, when you have a bunch of players getting trouble, and and frankly, I'm refreshed by like a normal college kid scandal. Right, like it's just like a regular. <laughs> oh, you guys did a bunch of stupid things. Okay, you're not you're not like horrible human beings. You're just kind of stupid college kids. I was actually refreshed by that, which is a sad state of affairs. But it's not a good look for a coach who has is, is been very successful and also embattled. And so we'll have to see what happens there with, with, with North Carolina shooting. I'll throw that into the mix. Yeah, here's something that I'm not going to call a camp development because it happened over the summer. But Wake Forest starting quarterback Kendall Hinton suspended first three games at Tulane, Towson, and Boston College. And that's a big swing. Three that's must a big, wins if they want to get to a That's a big game. swing game, the Boston College game. And then in Notre Dame at home – Will be his first game back. A lot of people have been talking about it as a potential upset. Notre Dame at Wake, but keep in mind, 
first game. Be the first game back. So um, that's a big one right there. Virginia Tech just named Josh Jackson the starter. I don't. That's seemed, not it really seemed master of the obvious development, but it, yeah. it did happen. Uh, other than that, I mean, I kind of scanned. We were probably missing a few things, but nothing. No, I mean, like Taquan Marshall and Ryan Finley are both underrated nationally. Uh, I'm gonna. I mean, I think those are two really good players that are underrated nationally at NC State and Georgia Tech, respectively. Um, but those aren't camp developments. It's just sort of a right. national um, thing. All right, you want to do, and we'll do this for each uh, conference. You want to do over Vegas win totals and top pick over and top pick under yes. for Vegas win totals. I've got NC State over the seven. And Ooh. before I talk about why I like them over, here's why I almost picked them as the team I like less because they've had. <laughs> Yes, they have the best. They have the most proven quarterback. He's not the best quarterback. They have the most seasoned quarterback in Ryan Finley. But they've lost. They lost a ton of guys on defense in the draft. And are they? We always talk about like Clemson replacing those guys. Are they good enough to replace that next wave? Okay, here's why. Are you I, suggesting that NC State doesn't poop out players? Exactly. That was a great. A la Nick Saban. Yes. Um, and he can say the S word, but we can't. Um, well, we, we want to keep our rating on yes. the podcast to be uh, family friendly. Yes. Um, here's why I do. I, Obviously, they are in the Atlantic Division, which is the more difficult one, but they don't play Miami, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, Pitt, or Duke. Those are the top five teams that we picked, so they catch a break there. Also, so the crossover play, you love the wins, Vegas over. Yeah, uh, the, the two gotcha. most difficult games other than Clemson are at home, West Virginia and Florida State. So I've got them at eight and four. I, West I just, Virginia game, is that's salty pick to go over seven with a non-conference game that is a big-time game. It's at home. Yeah, so I've like, got them. I've got them at uh, eight and four. Bradley Chubb ain't rushing Will Greer this year. I've got that eight and four. My under is Virginia Tech eight point eight and a half. I've got them at eight. Um, okay, so that they were nine and three in the magazine. So we've you're now going scaling back down by again. one. Okay, um, you know, just I could be on board with both of those. I just there's just a lot of potential landmines on that schedule. Nothing like oh they're definitely going to lose. Just I, I think they just add up and they go eight and four, which is a solid year. But I so. So, all right, there's your, so you're taking the over on NC State on the 7. You're taking the under on Virginia Tech on the 8.5. So we get to the storylines portion of the podcast here. And we have not mentioned our pick to win the conference yet. We'll get to that at the end. And Is it sort of like we don't talk about Alabama like, because there's nothing to exactly. talk about? Exactly. There's not – I mean, we could debate Trev, when, what week we think Trevor Lawrence okay, may or may that. not be the starting quarterback. I think that's a fascinating storyline. I think the number one storyline in this conference, though, this season, is going to be what is – Florida State. What are they? <laughs> what are they? Are are they instantly better because of the coaching staff change and and the the, the quarterback situation is more stable, even though because they, they've got two good guys. Are they talented the way Jimbo Fisher recruited and they're a contender, or are they the bad defensive team that was a dumpster fire last year? Like, what is Florida State this year? That to me will dictate how good this league is, how good Clemson's resume is at the end of the year, whatever. It, it, Florida State and Clemson is still the biggest rivalry in this conference right now. It's still the most high-profile, most nationally paid attention It was the to biggest game in the nation. In the nation. Not this year. A couple years ago. But right. this year, so the question I have, and again, answer this question. What is Florida State this year? Well, you mentioned something about are they better because of the coaching change. Now, I mean, I'm you're, you're, you're not stability. saying that Willie Taggart's a better coach. You're yeah. just saying it was time for a new coach and yes. a new, fresh approach. At Florida State. Stability. And, yeah. And for whatever reason, well, there are a lot of reasons, but the, the divorce was coming between Florida State and Jimbo Fisher. You know, it's kind of like everyone knew it. And so that's why you have to put several asterisks with last year's record. I, I think the, the team probably kind of knew what was going on. And then the quarterback injury in week one. They the saw back. the Christmas tree on the yard and they said, <laughs> the defense was awful. 
I, I'm splitting the difference. I think they're kind of a six and two ish, you know, ACC team, not a real national contender. You bring six up, and two is pretty damn good. Yeah, but you bring up a good point. Like, how good are they affects Clemson? Can, can Clemson, if they're not that good, can Clemson afford you know a bad loss? Well, they've had some bad losses and stuff. I, I don't. I don't know if it affects. You don't think it affects? I don't even answering my own question. I guess I don't. I think Clemson, <laughs> if their record is if good they're, enough, if they're, they're good enough, they're going to make it. They're going to have a road win over at Texas A and M, and they'll have an ACC championship. I, I don't know if it affects their resume necessarily. But I think we, when we look at the league, to our point earlier about the State of the Union, if Florida State is 8-5, and five, the ACC is not as good as it can right. be. And that's the same with Texas and Oklahoma in the Big 12 or it, you know Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State in the Big 10. Like it, you, you need your good programs to be good. And for, like it's, it's wonderful if Syracuse, Boston College, and Wake Forest all make bowl games, which we think they all could. But it's another thing to have a, a dominant second, third, or fourth program in a league. And Florida State was right. that for a while with Clemson. They won the national or title. the number one program. The number one program. And, and frankly, they have been for two decades, three decades. But Clemson has now taken over. And this is the first time. Now, we had some, some, some dip there when they, traded, when they traded Bobby Bowden out for Jimbo Fisher, but it came back pretty quickly. So that's sort of my question is how quickly does it come back? And the quarterback battle, because DeAndre Francois has experience, but so does James Blackman, a little off the field. So, like, I think that quarterback situation is fascinating. So I think the coaching staff is fascinating. I think the roster is really intriguing. A ton Good of skill. Upside. I mean, Cam Akers is a guy that at this point last yes. year we thought was maybe going to be the best freshman running back in the country. Uh, Nyquan Murray, really good, you know, really good wide receiver. The defensive coordinator, Harlan Barnett, interests me. You know, this might not be fair, but sometimes when you hire a guy off of a, coach, a coaching staff where the coach, head coach is a defensive guy, you just he hasn't been running his own you know it hasn't been his own shop so to speak uh, at, at Michigan right. State so I mean just looking to poke holes you know I think Walt Bell was a good higher offensive coordinator kind of up and coming coach from got out of Maryland at the right time you know I, I think it's can they get good quarterback play but I think a lot of it is just I I think there's something about I think the it's coaching about the defense and the, it's all but there's something about like the just to use the coaching cliches the mindset fresh start i think they're they're going to be re-energized talk so. about the mindset yeah. <laughs> talk about the mindset <laughs> they're going to be re-energized yeah under it, the new it, staff. right and uh, do so they do have do they have stability at quarterback are they re-energized and does the defense improve well all of a sudden florida state's a challenger if none of those things happen florida state can be eight eight and five you know eight and four seven and five whatever and and, and i think that dramatically changes the way we view the acc uh another story do you have a storyline or would you like me to go you Again. go because for we both had four states so another one that i'm really interested in i think this is one of the more un, so because we started our this process with the magazine looking at the quarterbacks in this league we said man what is there what's proven and i think after studying this league all summer i think they are better at the quarterback position than people realize I think Kenny Pickett's really good at Pittsburgh. He's going to blossom this Unproven. year. I think Taquan Marshall's really, really good and nationally under under underappreciated. Josh Jackson, I think, had a really good freshman season. Um, I'm looking at both players from Florida State, both players from Clemson, Ryan Finley. I think Juwan Pass will step in and be a good player. Daniel Jones. And if Eric Dungy's healthy, you can start to see eight, nine, ten quality players at that position in this league. And, and I this league was known for its quarterback play a couple of years ago. And that was the big knock coming into this season. I think there's a chance that the quarterbacks could be better than we think. What do you think? I think I'll be devil's advocate. I mean, I, you, you make good points there. Miami, like what if, you know, Miami could still be an issue. What if the Florida State guys don't emerge? Right. Kenny Pickett's one or two games. We've seen guys I really come like on. Him. I, I, I do really too. I'm like just him. kind of being devil's advocate. What, what if uh, Eric Dungy isn't healthy? You know, Joe no, Pat. Those they, are all fair questions. 
Yours was kind of a best-case scenario. If that happens, sure, it's a good quarterback. Kendall Hinton comes in, I mentioned before, has played some but got beat out by John Walford the last few years, has not been consistent, uh, and and had the suspension on top of that. So uh, I I think it could be a good quarterback league, but I'm not ready to go, you know, go there yet. And and we picked every team in the Atlantic to go to a bowl game. I think that would be a pretty – We didn't pick Syracuse. Syracuse was – Well, but – sorry, bowl eligible. Yeah, bowl eligible. But I think that is – um, I think that will be a pretty big selling That's point. That's a lot of tricky math, too. <laughs> that, that'd be a very, very big um, feather in the cap for the ACC. That'd be a big storyline if all of a sudden ACC fans at the end of the year could say, listen, we had a division with the best team in America, maybe, in Clemson, and every team in that division made was bowl eligible. That, that's a pretty big storyline, I think, for a league. Um, but I think just, and again, missing the, the master of the obvious here, if Miami gets back to the ACC championship game, which now we're sort of into our final picks and who makes the playoff, um, Miami getting to the ACC title game two years in a row, I think is a pretty big statement about where Miami is and that they are, even if I think they might be more 12, 13, 14th in the nation, they've got a great set of linebackers, maybe the best in America. I think they're fine at running back in some of their skill positions. The line of scrimmage needs some work, and that's why I don't like them top seven or eight in the nation. But if Miami goes back to the ACC championship game and we're looking at Miami as now a routine contender for the ACC title, with Clemson emerging as a national power program, Virginia Tech good. Not you know, Florida State will be back. We think they're back. All of a sudden, you're starting to look at this league, and it finally looks like what it's supposed to look like. I think Miami getting back two years in a row would be a huge storyline. Yeah, that, that I, I agree. This is sort of like a little. They were a little bit ahead of the game last year. If they if they are a top ten team again this year, then that does wonders. Here's one I mentioned them before a little bit off the radar, but. NC State, Dave Dorn, like the fans really like him there. Like they probably, most of them seemingly wouldn't have been sad if he went to Tennessee. They lost all that talent. If he can kind of have another good year, go eight and nine wins, I think they start to establish themselves and maybe separate themselves as that third best team in the division where Louisville was a couple of years ago. Yeah, I agree. And then losing all that talent, I think. Um, having to prove himself as a as they, they lost four defensive linemen to the NFL draft. I think, I think they had seven or eight players drafted. They also lost what Nemi Hines and um, Jalen Samuels. Samuels. I mean, they Swiss lost Army knife. Basically, all their best players are gone, other than Ryan Finley. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how the staying power of NC State. I, I I am I like Boston College. I've been on them all summer. I, I like Boston College. So. Um, as we move on to sort of our, our can, can I give you a stat though about NC State? I was Please. For, for, I'm Please. doing something for our website. Please. When Ryan Finley, because I was talking about NC State, Florida State being one of the games to watch in the league. Now, <laughs> when Ryan Finley was a senior in high school, Willie Taggart was, was in his last season at Western Kentucky. So he's had this is his this third is six, job since. Yes, yeah, he was. A, when Finley's a sixth year senior. Oh man, long time. Yeah, long time. Um, that was a good stat. You didn't give it enough. I love. I, it's, it's, a good, it's a good set. You want another good set? What? Boston College has won seven games four out of the last five years. Exactly seven games. Exactly seven yeah, games. Seven. I didn't say at least. Yeah. I said exactly. Yes. That's still good. And, That's uh, Tom O'Brien-esque. I mean, their last... They, I want to talk about Boston College. Five now. of their last six games. They beat Louisville. They score 45 points on the road. They win at Virginia 41-10. to 10. They... Famously crushed Florida State 35-3. to They lose by three to NC State. They beat UConn. They beat Syracuse. They lose close in the bowl game. This God, was a when, good team in the last when, six weeks. When Florida State gets bad, they, they, they lose. That was to, embarrassing. Remember when Riley Skinner beat them in Tallahassee like 31-3? to Boston 30, College? No, it was 33-0. 33-0? Like when Florida State goes goes wrong, it's like Auburn. They are not afraid they, to blank the bet. <laughs> they, they, go, they go bad. Uh, here's my question. Boston College gets Louisville, Miami, and Clemson all at home. Which – What's their record in those three games? 
one and two. I I like them. I'm not as two big and believer. one. Say it three and zero. Say no, it. no, no. They're gonna lose. Say they're it. gonna lose to Clemson. You know you want to. They're do that. going to beat Miami at home. You need me on that wall. You want me on that wall, AJ Dillon. I like his. I like his. Uh, his personal goals or whatever for the season. AJ Dillon are like ACC Player of the Year. Um, you know, all American. I'm gonna rush for 2,200 yards and 24 touchdowns. Not once does he mention like getting his team to a bowl game. Two and ten, fine. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> right? And I don't think he meant it that yeah, way, right. but it was pretty funny. Um, I think AJ Dillon is your ACC Player of the Year potentially. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, really, really good player. I think they beat Miami at home. They beat Louisville and they lose to Clemson. They lose to Florida State and maybe Virginia Tech. They go five and three, and I think they, I think they beat Purdue. They beat Holy on the Cross, road, right? UMass at Purdue. They go in there. They beat Temple. I think they beat Wake Forest. They beat Syracuse. I think they could be. I think you've they could win the, seven you've games. In the playoff, it sounds like. Nope, nope. But they are going to beat either Miami or Clemson at home because they can. Be there. Because they can run the football down your throat, and very few teams can do that and stop that. Clemson might be the only one. So AJ Dillon, great player. Uh, picks to win the ACC. Who you got? Well, if you've been paying attention, I think it's clear. So now we have to discuss Clemson. Clemson and Florida, Clemson beating Miami. Fine, we'll talk about the Tigers. Yes, they're good at football. They've got great players, great code, which they got a, a, a big slide and a putt-putt course and pizza parties, and you bring your own guts. And Okay, here's my prediction. Trevor it's, Lawrence. Like, they're such a fun program. We should love them more. After the offense do. sputters a little bit against Syracuse at home by like only getting 400 yards, sputtering a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the true freshman October 6th at Wake Forest. That's my prediction. On the road against yes. Wake Forest? Yes. Mike Elko's not walking through that door. He's That's two jobs ago. Right. Okay. He's not coming back. He walks through They're a door. not going to stop Clemson, but... Think Mike Elko uh, walks through any doors? No, they just... There's probably a lot of automatic doors at Texas A&M. Okay. They just they slide, oh, yeah, slide and they doors. open. <laughs> so they open for He's not walking through... Yeah. So, okay, um, what's your prediction on Trevor Lawrence? Breaking into the starting lineup. Is it is it is it sort of like, or does he? Is not? it like a hot take to say that Kelly Bryant will start the whole season? Um, it feels like a hot take. It's a little warm. Doesn't it feel like a hot take? Or is it a hot take for hot take? Hot takes. Take? Just, just hot take sake. Hot take sake. I'm taking a dip in hot take lake. I'm is that a hockey all star game hat by the way. Yes, that's okay. very don't. Okay. We're I'm talking about Trevor stalling. Lawrence. Here. I'm, I'm stalling so you can look it I, up. I think Syracuse September 29th at home. Ooh. Feels okay. like the right time to go with him. NC State at home, October twentieth. You want to get him some game reps before he goes to Florida State. I d- I think there's a. Well, he's going to get game reps all season. I think. I, I'm starting to lean back towards Kelly Bryant. I'm Boring. To feel, I know. With the freshman. Yeah, but Kelly Bryant's good. I is don't he? Know. Is he? I. We thought Jalen Hurts was good. Well, Jalen Hurts beat Kelly Bryant. True, or maybe it was Raquan Davis. Yeah, beat yeah. Kelly Bryant. I, I, listen, I, I think Clemson's the best team in America, so I, I, I feel comfortable with both quarterbacks. It just feels weird to say that I think this is the best team in America and not really know what the quarterback situation will look like at the end of the year. It's just very strange. I think you could. I think it could go. I think Syracuse at home or NC State at home are the two I would circle as you want home game, you want home crowd, you want comfortable environment for the true freshman making his first start. Unless he's just that good and he's Jake Fromm. And Kelly Bryant gets hurt against A&M, and all of a sudden, Lawrence is in there. And, yeah, and he's just as good as Jake Fromm. Part of the Georgia. equation, obviously, we don't know about injuries. All right, so I what got do you think cl- about their defensive line? It's kind of young, inexperienced, got some potential? Yeah, not a lot of talent. They're going to have to overachieve. They're a little undersized. Lunch bail, hard hat, just putting yeah, to work. Yeah, under, that's Virginia Tech's thing. Yeah. Don't take that from Okay. Um, yeah, that, we'll see. They'll probably be able to stop the run this year. They're so stinking good. It might be the best defensive line ever assembled. 
It's good. Ever. And, I mean, you look at the depth chart. And they love it, too. Two seniors, two juniors. Oh, my God. You know. The linebacking core is not much worse. Yeah. <laughs> They're just I – think, I think Clemson wins it all. That's, that's my pick this year uh, to win it all. So, I've got them beating Miami in the ACC title game in a rematch from last year. And Clemson makes the playoff. It, boring. Makes the playoffs. Bold. Boring. Yeah, pick. boring. Yeah. Boring. Um, Boston College is already my my underdog sort of storyline. They're my sleeper because I, I didn't pick them in the other category. I want to give love to Taquan Marshall. I've already mentioned a couple of times. I really like that player. I they've got a tough schedule with Louisville and Clemson and crossover. Um, it's 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 a tough schedule that way. But I really like him. I think and he's at underrated. South Florida. And and I and I love Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny Pickett's going. I just love the way he plays the game. So uh, a lot of credit there to uh, Kenny Pickett. So my under. I think the the underbelly storyline to me is the, the sort of the bottom half of the league and the quarterback play. If Juwan Pass, Eric Dungy, Kenny Pickett, Taquan Marshall are all good players, you know those are like the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth best teams in the league, and they all could have pretty good quarterback play. Daniel Jones might be able to throw in that mix as well. So I think the the, the bottom half, the middle of the league and the quarterback play, I think is very very interesting. And then I think AJ Dillon is is nationally underrated, as are all, all Boston College players. Unless they're on the offensive line. They're dudes. Yes. Yeah, that's true. They had Godster, Godster Chirilius. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's like my favorite name ever. Godster Chirilius. Great player. Uh, all right. Um, parting shots for the ACC. Don't really have any. We've said it all. That's not bad. I know. I, what do I you think about Virginia? Tell me. You didn't, we haven't mentioned Virginia on this show. Interesting team. Were they – I mean, they look – Bounced back last year. Boise State game on a Friday night, they looked awesome. They went into Boise and ripped them to shreds, and then they looked horrible later in the year. So, you know, what, what kind of team are we seeing? It looked like they were ready to turn the corner. I mean, they, I don't want to discount it because they did make a bowl game. Right. But I just think, who are they better than on paper? That's that's my question. You mm-hmm. know, They did lose a couple of players. So I, I, I agree on paper they're not really better than many people. Yeah. Bryce Perkins is junior college transfer, started at Arizona State, athletic quarterback. You don't, you know, they, they need him to be pretty good because they've had good quarterback play with Kent, Kurt Binkert. Kurt Binkert? Kirk Kirk Kirk, Kirk Bink, last couple of years. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, so he, they're they're asking a lot on a guy who's, you know, unproven, bounced around. They've had some star- how do you say the How do you say the running back slash wide receivers player's name? O- Olamide Zacchaeus? Didn't you ask me about him in the last podcast? Yeah, I like him a lot. Fantasy yeah. player, he's going to catch a bunch of passes at the running back position. So if you're in a PPR. Our fantasy draft next Monday night. I'm yeah, fired dude, up. Re- we're ready to go. Um, yeah, for those out there, I think we mentioned it last I thought, week. Have I mentioned Taquan Marshall? <laughs> Is your fantasy quarterback? He, I'm going after him. Hardcore. you got to start two. I thought you were going after Khalil Tate. Uh, well, I have to have the first pick to get him. Right. But this is an ACC podcast. So, I, right. I, I think to me – just in summary, what you mentioned, like the, the Miami and slash Florida State being elite, because we know where Clemson is, that elevates this league up to yeah. SEC Big Ten. I think stats. I think it's a really good good. I think it's a good fun conference this year. I don't think it's the best league in America, but it might have the best team. And I think the coaching is solid. I think the quarterback plays better than people think. So I think it's. I, I think we're talking like we said, B plus, A minus, State of the Union. I think ACC is in really good shape right now. ACC Network about the launch as well. I think this is a good league in good, good, good spot, good position. Uh, that is our ACC catch-up preview podcast. Yeah, we didn't really come up with a name or a mustard. Have Maybe about a mustard it. podcast. I hate mustard so much. You're we're gonna have to do a whole podcast <laughs> on condiments. I hate mustard. It, that's asinine. It's un-American. It's disgusting. Communist. It's ridiculous. 
So it's not our mustard podcast. Don't listen, Clemson people in South Carolina, furious with you right now because that's all they put on their barbecue, (laughs) which is stupid. I'm not gonna lie. No, it's not like they put mustard on pulled pork. No, no, it's it's a mustard based. That's different. Just mustard as it. So you can do mustard based barbecue. Don't love it, but mustard on its own is awful. You're so stupid. Like I don't even have nice things to say to you right now. Like. I will. I have four different types of mustard in my fridge right now. Would you just take a spoon and just spoon some mustard? Is it horseradish mustard? Yeah, clean out the sinuses. I like Dijon uh, mustard. I like spicy brown mustard. I like yellow mustard. I, my job is a I like uh, all the mustards. Uh, growing up, I had to clear the table. That was my. You know, we uh, you have chores. I was exempt. Really if there's mustard, if there's mustard on the uh, any plate, I did not have to touch it. That was the Why? family rule because I Why grossed you... me out. Why? Hate it. But you can eat ketchup, which is just like injecting salt <laughs> and sugar into your bloodstream and fat. What are you talking? Ketchup is terrible fat? for There's you. There's no fat in ketchup, you idiot. Yeah, it's all salt and sugar. Fat. <laughs> ketchup is bad for you. Mustard, it's delicious. It's not like I have a whole bottle. This is like salt and pepper at the table. If there just was pepper and mustard, we'd all be healthier. No ketchup, no salt. I'm all perfectly right. healthy. ACC preview. Clemson Tigers win the whole thing. Thanks for hanging out with us. For Mitch Light, my name is Brayton Gall. This has been the Cover 2 Podcast.